Welcome to Life Workshop, where we discuss the forgotten basics. Hi everyone, again it's your most favorite people here. Favorite stistist co-host, good to be back, <laughs> hi everybody. And the host, of course, me. Yeah, he's not important. <laughs> so we are going to be talking uh, about this subject, this is the uh, second episode on which comes first, education or experience? To recap about what we said in the previous um, episode, that you know, basically as a general rule, and when I say education, again, I'm not talking only schooling. Schooling is one type of education, but education can be asking questions from somebody who has a proven track record. Again, not just anybody. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you don't ask, I have to fix your car from somebody who is not a mechanic. I'll fix it. I've got lots of opinions on it. I'll YouTube <laughs> it, but <laughs> I'm not going to ask questions. Actually, YouTube is another thing that you can use for yeah. education part. But you basically, you want to ask somebody with a proven track record, and it's better for other stuff if you want to speak to speak in the fields that we have a proven track record. And I think you mentioned <clears throat> previously that you might have one or possibly two areas where you are considered clever where you can have a, exactly. a good and honest and real opinion. The rest is just fluff. A kind of. Actually, this is exactly where I want to go. We don't have to be an expert in everything. We have to be experts really good at as one or two things. For example, for me personally, being physio and good looking. Sorry, that's not what I meant. <laughs> and, and humble, and humble. So you've got three going for you. <laughs> for me, for example, being a physiotherapist, I want obviously to be good at it because this is my you know, livelihood. That is how I make my life. But the second thing I'm doing this podcast, I want to be good at, you know, hopefully the material that I'm uh, offering as well as you know, the way that I'm offering it. Mm-hmm. But for example, am I good at, you know, expert in T- technology? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you don't have to push on the soda <laughs> spot, okay? <laughs> so every time before we start these episodes, there's a 20-minute <laughs> work to see how this self, camera works. Self-speaking <laughs> tutorial of how to switch on my GoPro. <laughs> but yeah, basically, for example, I can I claim that, you know, I do cook recently and I cook well, but can I claim that I'm a good cook? You're not a good cook. You, you're a healthy cooker but doesn't mean you're good at it correct and actually there is an expression because you treated your cold doesn't make you a doctor (laughs) (laughs) so just saying but what if i googled it again doesn't make you a doctor (laughs) make you a good googler (laughs) so for me for example i have can that be one of my two things that i'm good at sure google Okay, there is okay. a niche for that too. Right, <laughs> I'm good at eating and googling. Yeah, but for example, for myself, as I, said, I cook, and you know, there are a few dishes that I can make, and they become really tasty. But there are few. But can I claim that I'm a good cook? You know, what you should just show my show. A show my, a five star. <laughs> Watch Michelin, my show. A Michelin star cook. And no, but no. but we do this thing. This is the very interesting part. We do this thing. I'm saying this. For example, we see, um, I. I in the past, it was more that, for example, the guy is a doctor. Now I'm going to talk to him about my finances. <laughs> but he's a doctor as a GP doctor. <laughs> Why do we talk about the finances? Okay, and they thought that the person, because he's a smart or educated in one field and pretty right. good, should be in everything. Okay. That's a fair assumption. But what if he is a doctor, but he's also very 
financially savvy <coughs> and successful, not just because he's a doctor, but he is clever. That can apply to anybody. That you can but, be a carpenter yeah, but, and can be good a, at something else. But he's got I'm a, a physio, track record in I, being I'm, good with money. I'm, I'm a physio, but I have been told that I simplify things well. I can speak clearly, but it doesn't mean every single physio is that. And doesn't sure. mean every single doctor. For now, I have sure. a, uh, some cough and cold, but for my finances, I'm going to talk to my doctor too <laughs> because the other doctor was very good in finances. <laughs> So randomly, it can be. I said the one or two things, it can be, but it is not a, a blanket thing. But say no, no. When you go to the doctors, normally all of them, the GPs, so hopefully they know about cough and cold and the stuff more than the average, or that is what they are trained for. But are they all of them good at the finances? No. That's the thing. You know, maybe yeah. somebody you know, is good. Correct. Yeah, that's generalizing, and that's probably when you're wrong. Mm-hmm. So that we cannot, that generalization doesn't work. But uh, another thing, as I said earlier, you know, normally we know almost 80% of the stuff. Mm-hmm. But the difference between a mediocre and very good is that the remaining 20%. Even as a general rule, for example, in almost any field that you are, you use 20% of your whole knowledge that you have learned to do 80% of the job that you do. Oh, really? Yes. That's a general rule. But I'm going to repeat this. For doing whatever you do, if, for example, you're an engineer, you're a doctor, you're a physio, you're an astronaut, you're I don't know who you are, any kind of carpenter, welder, you used almost 20% of your whole education to do 80% of the job that you do. I see. But for the remaining 20% of the job that you do, you need the 80% of the education that you got. Okay. Because myself, when I went to a school, we studied a lot of stuff that is, why am I studying this? We never ever run into this. We're never going to deal with it. Yeah. But actually, I realized over years to come, correct, once in a blue moon, you get somebody that you see the symptoms are funny. Mm-hmm. And you say, I don't know what it is. You should go see somebody else. But that becomes... The expert, now that I have learned that there's something else existing, I don't know the treatment for it. Mm-hmm. It's not it is out of my scope, but I know something else is exist, existing and is a red flag for me that is out of my scope. But if I was not a physio, if I had not edu- 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 studied that 80% extra, I would think I can fix that too. Do you have yeah. cancer? I will fix it. Come here. <laughs> I will fix it for you. And because of that, normally... I say, I say confidence comes in for two reasons. Or you know a lot, or you or don't know much at all. <laughs> or you fake it really well. <laughs> or you don't know much at all. And often, actually, second one, often most of the confidence that we have is because we don't know much at all. So if I didn't know that there are some other diseases are existing and somebody comes even with cancer or some weird, you know, rheumatological things that are existing, some of them I don't even know how to say the names anymore. If I didn't have it studied, I would not pick on those things. Right. But now, if I see something, I say, hey, you know what, there's something else, you should go see somebody else. And I direct them to the right direction. But that's more like a, just a general awareness of those specific things. You know, you're not good at it you're not an expert in it but you just have an idea of what it is again as i said this is the difference between the mediocre and good 
the mediocre knows 80%. The good needs the remaining. So, and there are a few things that we want to be really good at. For example, I said our jobs. And it's very important to become good at this. And this is a big mistake, I think, that is made, that sometimes we try to become good at everything. No, when you become good at everything, then it means that you're missing something. <laughs> you know, you want to be good at one, mm-hmm. maybe two, yeah. I don't know, if you have time, three things. Right. But you cannot be good at everything. For the rest of it, you're a mediocre. And it's okay to be a mediocre. And yeah. act mm-hmm. like one and take your position correctly. I normally say that. Again, because you treated your cold, it doesn't make you a doctor. Because you fix your leaking tap does not make you a plumber. And mm-hmm. because I don't fix your car does not make you a mechanic. No. So act accordingly. And this is one of the biggest mistakes that we make. And then when you want to ask question again, ask somebody with a, again, um, educated with a proven track record. Mm-hmm. Now, to continue with the same subject, this question has come, I don't know, schooling, does it work every time? The answer is definitely not every time. Schooling is a standardization of the way of thinking and doing stuff. Okay. For the most part, it's very good. But at sometimes, actually, it kills the creativity. Right. Because they forces us. And sometimes we hear this thing that the schooling doesn't work. You know, for example, this incident happened. We know that there are incidents that, for example, schooling actually is killing the creativity or, for example, goes against a certain, let's say, a student. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it works. Normally, to kind of make my point clear is this. I say, I I saw a video of driving in one country, I don't know where it was, that everybody was, there was a roundabout, and everybody was coming in in different ways. All places, yeah, yeah. yeah. And actually, and sometimes they look at each other's eyes when they are driving, facing each other, that, you know, to see who is going to give up. Who's going to flinch first. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and for the most part it works but sometimes it doesn't <laughs> and this was the interesting part that once we had a friend that we were talking I said that in I don't want to say the name of the country I said I guarantee you there are more car accidents there he said how can you say that you haven't done any studies I said you know what I'm ready to bet on it without even doing the study because it's such a proven thing. I mean, it's such a basic thing. I don't have to. I don't have to figure out that if I throw this, you know, phone with, uh, you know, hard into the glass, it's gonna break. It's I don't have to. Break. I don't know the speed of it that is needed, but I know if you throw break. it hard enough, yeah. it will break the glass. It will break the phone. Now, for the details of it, what speed it goes, what angle it goes, that one the scientist is needed. But as a non-scientist, I can very clearly, I promise you, you push it hard enough, it will throw it hard enough, it will break it. And so that the principle is there. And sometimes we don't need to be Einstein to figure that out. It's a very proven thing. And actually afterwards, himself, he went and did the... Wait, he took his phone yeah, because and threw it through the window. I'm going to tell you afterwards <laughs> who it was. And you know that the bet was on a breakfast and he, he, he lost the breakfast to me. Okay. And because he himself went and he said he's a, uh, actually he's a mathematical guy, he's into stats and things, and himself he realized now he made a mistake. But anyway, back to this. And Norma says that, do you now, do you prefer to drive in a country that they have a driver's test? And we know that. When we say driver's test, um, 
not necessarily every single person who passes the driver test is better than every single person who is failing it. I'm not saying that by any means. But if you have a standard that there is a driver's test, do you want to drive in that country or a country that there is no driver's test? There's a free-for-all, yeah. Yeah. Which one would you drive? Well, you take your chances and go with the educated people that's gone with the driver's test. Yeah. And I would say a lot more awareness. I would say a bad structure is better than no No structure. structure. Now, when we, I'm going to now bring it up a little bit, you know, in a bigger picture. Now, when it comes to, for example, you want to, I don't know, let's say cooking, or the same cleaning, or um, I want you want to be dishwasher that, (laughs) or uh, some 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 other things. Let's say, for example, you want to be have a better life. You want to you have some staffing issue. This was, for example, one of the interesting, or you have some issues with your colleagues. Who would you talk to? To somebody who has a proven track record, for example, myself, I had some, uh, we had some challenges, you know, at work, and then, and I discussed it with different people, you know, and sometimes it was just, I'm a a kind of outlaw thinker, Mm -hmm. I was discussing it, then I noticed some of the friends who do not have their own business, which most of them, they don't, they started giving me some advice that were absolutely wrong, and said, you know what, thank you, thank you, I was just talking about it, but thank you for your advice, because you haven't done it, you don't know. And mm-hmm. then it was very interesting when I was talking to some other friends that they were... The business owners? Or business owners, or for example, they were in managerial oh. position that they had other people underneath mm-hmm. them. The conversation was oh, completely, completely different. different. Yes. Actually, it was very interesting. Yeah. And I'm talking completely different. The tone was different. Mm-hmm. The way that they approached it was different. And myself, I realized, why even am I discussing this with somebody? Of course, I was not really kind of... I was just sometime out loud thinking mm-hmm. and I was just saying it yeah but then and it doesn't mean that again what i'm trying to say that so talk to somebody has a proven track record somebody who has as your experience on it too so proven track record sometimes you go to a school you learn it but you have become just a you have learned it just new then you need to experience on it too then that's how it makes you better and again as i said uh, when i say education i don't mean just a school books yeah yeah i mean for example even if one user can open a Use as somebody who has not broken his can opener because of bad using it, who has read the manual and used it successfully to see how do you use it. Mm-hmm. And then that way you can basically go ahead. Now, about, one, go ahead. You want to say something? No, no, go for it. Uh, when, once I said this, for example, I brought up uh, with a friend that I said, um, you know, I, I encourage my staff. And everybody, not just the staff, I do it myself. To ask question, yeah. don't figure it out. But sure, if nobody's there to ask the question from, then then, sure. out, yeah. then yeah. she said, Mo, you're a control freak. I said, what's the connection between a control freak and this? And asking questions? Yeah. I said, when I say it, I'm not saying just the staff and my staff. I'm talking, I would just do people. it and yeah. anybody yeah. to do it. Yeah. So, so I brought it randomly because something we connect dots, which completely, there's no connection. <laughs> what does it have to do with control? I'm not suggesting that they have to listen to me. I mean, they, should. they have to, there should be some, even myself as a you know, business owner, if I want to make a change, I go discuss it. Right. I make sure that everybody you know, is on the same page. And then when we come to an agreement, 
and that agreement, of course, I should approve it at the end. But sometimes that approval is my words. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's somebody else's word. They say mm-hmm. that you said mm-hmm. it, which is not my word, but I agree with right. you. Yep. Let us do it that way. And then we will change it. And then, but sometimes some of the staff, they, they think that, you know, I know it, I'm going to change it on my own. That becomes a, yeah. what happened. Anyway, so but if you ask for someone's help or guidance, you know, to, to leverage their experience, if they're good in a specific field, you never even consider whether he, that individual has got an education. Like you don't go up to him and say, hey, do you have a degree in, I don't know, pharmacology? Or you go and ask him that question. Remember this too. When we say that some of the stuff, the education is a must. For example, some of the yep. things that we have learned, let's say to become, again, to become um, anything, an engineer. to medical be, or yeah, yeah. engineer or the, the a certified professional. Yeah. Some of the stuff in the human resources. Right. Again, education is very important in my opinion, very important. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we know that there are some of the CEOs that they may not have that much of an education background. Uh, there are few and far in between, but I guarantee you, even those ones, they may not have the schooling. Right. But they have gone and studied it. Right. As they a matter don't of have fact. a piece of paper for it, but they know it. Yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, personally, when I started my own business, at the beginning especially, I had a lots of problems with the staffing. I mean, a lots of problems. What did I do? I didn't go to a school to study human resources mm-hmm. or to get a business degree. But I did study quite a bit. How, I get, how to keep staff. Uh, yes. <laughs> how to handle situations yes. and how to do that. Yeah. So I went and learned it again. So it was an education again. Yes, yeah. it was not through schooling, right. but it was an education. I studied quite a bit, and those things, they helped me tremendously to the extent that, as you know, when I was building the house, I acted as a general contractor, although I didn't know building process. But that studying and that education was because of a need or a lack of experience. Both of them. Of course, I, I did need it. And I didn't have nor the education behind it, nor the nor experience. The experience. Yeah, yeah. So then I just had no option but to go and... To go and Google. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And actually I did. And yeah. those days, you know, it was a lot more limited yeah. Yeah. option. But again, I did go Google a lot of stuff. I hired so, people. So, I mean, even things like a, a constructive TED Talk is educational. Oh, for sure. A decent, well-put-together YouTube video is educational. Um, a conversation with a friend that's good in a specific thing is educational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's very important. Actually, I should say this though. Uh, I forgot to bring this up. I had a friend of mine just some time ago. It was a few years ago. He had a business degree. This is one of the interesting parts. He has a business degree and he's working as a sales rep for one company. And then he said, I, I said, so that's good. At least, you know, your education came to your favor. Mm-hmm. He has responded, he said, to be honest, no, my education didn't do anything for me. That I have a business degree, but, you know, really, it didn't help me. I, I'm just doing the same. It comes thing. back to that 80-20. No, actually, just a second, though. Just well. a moment. And then he continued, and I didn't have anything to say, but we continued. Then he said that he's the head of the sales department for that thing. And then he himself shared this with me, that they hired other salespeople. And then... And uh, because I know some of the companies right now, for example, Lay's, the, the, the chips thing, okay. uh, to best of my knowledge, they only hire people that they have a business degree. 
for sales. Oh. They don't hire anybody else to best of my knowledge. Oh, for sales, okay. Correct. And then, but anyway, so I, he said, he said that they hire some people, one of them has a business degree, the other one doesn't. And it, this was actually, it happened randomly that he said it. And then he said that, but one of them, I had to let him go. I said, why? He said, the guy was, you know, experienced. And I said, did he have a degree? He said, no. He said, but he had a very good, you know, a lot of experience. I said, so why did you have to let him go? He said, because, you know, he was not following the rules. He was just doing it his old school way. I said, remember this. When you go to a school, at least you learn one thing, that there is a structure. Mm-hmm. And the structure is not your experience necessarily. Right. There is a structure. Then you develop experience on top of that structure. Exactly. But that guy had not gone to a school, didn't learn there is a structure. Right. He just learned something random. And it just wasn't, yeah, it wasn't what he knew. It wasn't what he He had learned, with, yeah, yeah, he had learned one thing yeah. to cook one way, yeah. uh, sorry, to, to, to do one way, and it worked for him. Right. But he didn't realize that in some other fields it doesn't work like that, or the era has changed, mm-hmm. it should change. Uh, that is the, I said, so maybe, maybe when you went to a school, at least you learned one thing, right. that there is a structure. Actually, I have to share this. It's becoming a bit longer, but I have to share this you know, uh, thing. Myself, when I, uh, I, I wrote my exam, for becoming a physio in Canada because I had obviously my degree uh, from Iran and then I worked in Dubai and then I came to Canada. Mm-hmm. In Canada, it was a written and, and um, practical, practical exam. Yep. The practical exam that I did, I failed in uh, uh, two of the stations. There are 20 stations, or it was those days. And although I passed the exam, but I was so offended that why did I fail these two And then I went and wrote a letter. I have it, and actually with a very bad English <laughs> those days. But this was what they had. Uh, there was a, a young man who was supposed to act like um, somebody who has cerebral palsy. Okay. And with cerebral palsy, they, it's called a spastic, that basically they become tight. He was supposed to act like that, and then I was supposed to teach him how to stretch and prov- uh, yeah, uh, prevent. When, yeah, get... Movement more flexible yep. and then but i failed that so when what i did i went and wrote this big you know thing for the alliance of physiotherapy those days i said look this is not fair when he cannot act like a real person <laughs> a real patient because i have been out of school for eight years and now when i come i don't remember my brain doesn't work like this that i remember oh for this Uh, mm-hmm. cerebral palsy with the spasticity the there is this, this type of the yes. thing you know stretching that's not how my brain works my brain works like this I see it then I do it right. and then I said I came up with this um, analogy I said when you want to go for the first time to a new address for example they say 2344 Robinson Street then you remember you remember the number and you remember the street, street. name yep But after you have gone that, to that place mm-hmm. for a hundred times, if you they ask go. you, yeah. you don't know the name no. of the street, you may not know, you may not know the number. But you go there in you multiple exactly different ways. Where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because now you have gained experience and you have forgotten the theory behind it. Okay. I said, so, but I can get to that spot in multiple different ways. 
than I used to. Right. But one but interesting it's not, part. It's not according to the book, so then it's wrong. That is correct. Yes. But that is the interesting part. Now, if they tell me, this was, the address was 2344, if now there's somebody comes that I go to this place, I have been going, I know it exactly, but I have forgotten the name of the street, mm-hmm. and I have forgotten the, the number, then the street number, if they tell me you should go to 346 Robinson, you would have to Google it. I have to Google it for a second <laughs> yes. time. And then I realize, oh my God, this is next it's to that one. Yeah. So in order to improve, this is where I'm going. In order to improve, I need the theory. Right. But in order to do, I need the experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I making sense? You are making sense. Yeah. In order to improve, I have to have the education right to remember the street name and the street number and all of those things but in order to do it that to get there the experience is much better mm-hmm. because i can go from 10 different ways i don't have to google anything right. i can go in multiple different road to back alleys or something so i can get there your education that you let's just say that you start out with in whatever career that's kind of the foundation the initial building block exactly and then from there you develop and that's 100% correct because if you start out new in anything you try and stick to the rules because you don't know the system fully you don't yes. understand everything and then with that intuitively you just become comfortable and better and you know I can improve this I can do that so Very so basically you need both correct but you get the first one first again which yes. one first it's, yeah there's a sequence to it but you need education both. first yes, yes. Yep. again it goes back education mm-hmm. first and then after that you develop the experience on top of it so what about these i mean we spoke about earlier these these 50 top um, businesses where the guy doesn't have the education mm-hmm. but he's clever enough to get guys with the education again remember they are entrepreneurs that's right. an attitude that they yeah, have. There's a, a trait that they a have. It's a figure-it-out type of mindset. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. in order for themselves to develop a company that can yeah. continue, they need the structure. And the structure does not come without the education part right. of it. Yeah. Again, the driver's test, the country with driver's test, with the bad driver's test versus a country with no, no driver's yeah. test. It's still Remember yeah, that yeah. one. Anyways, I hope again you enjoyed this one. We may have to come back to this topic one more time. There are a few more things to say. And the reason is because Doug talks too much. Not I me. didn't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you guys have a good one. Again, remember, life is simple. We make complicated. it complicated. We make it. I mean, you make it complicated. <laughs> okay. Take care. See you guys.